Not worth the time with Wade Taylor. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Not Worth the Time. We're here, we're doing it, and it's late. We are, it's the podcast is late, and it's what it is. You can't be mad at me for this one. It's not my fault. It was Royal Wumba weekend. It still is my fault. I should have worked ahead and been more prepared for the fact that I wasn't going to do anything else this weekend besides watch football and grown men wrestle in a ring. But I didn't, and here we are. Who cares? You get, now you get it on Tuesday. Who cares? Everybody's happy, you know? Now you get two cool punning game things. Who cares, you know? But it was a fun weekend. Like I said, rushed the Royal Rumble, had all the peeps peeps over. All we did was eat a bunch of food, drink some beers, and watch grown men and women wrestle in a ring. Throw each other over the top rope. How can you not have fun, okay? Even if you don't like wrestling, you know, just one time, you know, especially everybody's got Peacock now. You got the NBC Peacock app, you know. It's free. comes with it if you pay for it. Just watch a pay-per-view one of these times. Invite the boys over. Invite the girls over, too. doesn't matter. Invite everybody, dude. And just get some drinks flowing, some snacks, and just have a good time. Just have a rompus of a good time watching and just enjoying yourself, okay? Normalize watching wrestling on a pay-per-view Saturday or Sunday, you know? Yeah, everybody likes to watch UFC now. You know, that wasn't popular or cool for a while. Well, we need to bring back wrestling. Make wrestling cool again. That's all I'm saying. We had a blast. It's always a good time. That's why, like, uh, the the WWE pay-per-views are like a Super Bowl party that happen every month. I mean, everybody likes a Super Bowl party, but it only happens once a year. That's not fun. Only once a year I get to look forward to hanging out with everybody and watch football? No. Okay, that's why wrestling is there. Okay, you got to get into it. And then you spend all day Sunday because the pay-per-view was on Saturday, which it never is. Which So you had all day Saturday, Sunday to recover and just watch the AFC and NFC championship games. Ah, oh, heaven. What a good weekend, though. Other than the fact that the Niners lost. Fucking sucks. But it is what it is. Got to be there for the highs. Got to be there for the lows. The boys played their hearts out, but they just couldn't pull it through. And it sucks. But it is what it is, you know. But now we're back to Monday, guys. Back to the normal grind. And uh, I had something happen today that I wanted to talk about. Because I don't know how I feel about it. I feel uh, I helped. But now I feel like I'm being shamed for it, you know. And not by the person who I helped either. That's the par- problem here. So, my girlfriend got a new couch. New couch. She's very excited. Wanted to get it moved in. She asked me... If uh, me and my roommate could go uh, bring it into her house. Yes, my girlfriend lives in her house, and I have a roommate. I understand the dynamic there. She's doing way better than me, and it's good. <laughs> Somebody's got to be doing good, okay? But we, So she asked if we could come over to the house and move the couch in. And she says, I'll pay you guys uh, 20 bucks each to come over and do it because uh, we had to do it right after work. And it's like, all right, yeah, no, that's no problem. I'll come over and do that. And I was planning on helping her do it anyway for free. But then she threw in 20 bucks. But And she asked me to bring my roommate because she hurt her back trying to move it herself. And I'm like, all right, that's fine. No big deal. And so we come over. We do move the couch. Not a big deal. It takes less than five minutes to get it in the house. No problem whatsoever. Just two dudes. Just two burly men carrying a couch in the house. No problem, you know. It is light work, you know. Me moving couches like it's our fucking day job, you know? Not a big deal. 
And uh, we, uh, we get done, get paid, and we head out. And then I get some texts from my girlfriend. She's on her way to a chiropractic appointment because her back hurts. That's previously mentioned why she couldn't bring the couch in. And uh, she tells me that she told her uh, chiropractor that uh, we came over and helped moved in her new couch. And she said that she paid us to do it. And her chiropractor turns to her like, you you had to pay your boyfriend to get uh, the couch in the house. And she goes, yeah. And he took the money. She goes, yeah. And she goes, chivalry is dead. What? And I was like, that's, that's, that's a pretty low blow, in my opinion. That's not true. I was going to come over and do it anyway. And there was no mention of money. It's only when we needed an extra set of hands that she threw in money, and she said she'd pay me too. I don't, and in this economy, how am I supposed to turn down $20? I mean, that's half a tank of gas, you know? Like, I can't, that's, that's, a, that's a couple days worth of groceries right there, 20 bucks. You know how expensive bananas and eggs are right now? I need that $20. I'm not going to say no to it, you know? I, 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 so I feel like I'm being attacked for not being chivalrous, you know? When I do a lot, I feel like I do a lot. I don't know. I'd have to ask her, I guess. But she told me she's just busting my balls. You know, then she started She started egging me on. She's really good at busting my balls. She gets me worked up fast. But I don't see, like, if I didn't ask for money. And even if uh, she wanted somebody else to come help uh, for free, we could have made that happen. You know, it was easy to get my roommate to do it because I was like, hey, easy 20 bucks. And he was like, I'm in. Let's do it. You know, that's that's how you entice people to get stuff done, you know. Whereas I could have just hit up my brother who lives in the same town and just been like, hey, dude, let's go. <laughs> like, you're, can you come help me? He's not doing anything. I know he's not doing anything. He can help. And uh, it would have cost anything. I would have bought him a soda. It would have cost me money probably to get him to move a couch. <laughs> I would have been like, all right, man, what soda do you want? You want a big red? You want code red? Let's go. Here you go, bud. We're just getting personally attacked. In this economy, man, of course I'm going to take the $20. Of course I'm going to do that. I mean, it beats normally having to do shit like that for free, you know? Maybe I'll start a moving service and I'll start doing that. And I'm not going to do that. That is one of, like, the most, like, thankless jobs that people do, like, uh, is hiring out movers. Uh, I feel like those guys get, like, the brunt end of just, like, you have to lift so much heavy shit. A lot of times you're coming into somebody's house, which is like a brand new house for them. So they really like picky about everything. And then they're telling you which room to take it to. You don't know what their fucking room is. They talk to you like you know where the layout is. You know? It's the most thankless job is being a mover for sure. Also, like it's expensive for movers. Like she bought this couch and it was a hundred extra dollars. Should they put it in the garage, and that's the all the far they would take it for the free delivery. Otherwise, you had to pay them $100 to move it the extra 20 feet through the door and into the living room. 100 bucks. So she saved $60 by just having us do it. And, yeah, and she can rest knowing that her boyfriend was able to get gassed that day. <laughs> like I said, she has her own house. She's doing way better than me. I need $20 for gas to get me through this week. <laughs> I do a podcast on my comic. I do two podcasts on my comic, okay? Like, things aren't going well. I'm talking to myself in a room. 
Smack Raw's on right now, and I'm doing this instead of watching that, okay? Uh, my priorities are messed up, but it's okay because I got $20 and I got gas in the car. So I think I'm winning. So, you know, I'm sorry the chiropractor that she goes to uh, thinks chivalry's dead. Well, I think you have a, a weird art, a weird degree in a thing that may or may not help people. The science really isn't there. I don't know. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. You, you'd have to explain it to me. Or I'd have to get tricked into going to a chiropractic school. I don't know. Okay? But I'll be damned if I say if I'm not chivalrous. Okay? I open doors. I do things right. I treat her like a lady. I do what I'm supposed to do. Call me out for not being chivalrous. It's not my fault. Okay? <laughs> it's activism. It's women's rights. <laughs> That's the problem. No. No, it's not. No, it's not. I probably shouldn't have taken the money. Probably should have just gave and told her to pay Sam and just done it. But, you know... She she paid she paid for gas. That I told her that's what I was going towards. I went right to the gas station right outside because I was running on fumes to get there. Don't worry, I had money to get gas. If you guys are really worried, there I'm not that poor yet. Who knows? We'll see what happens. But that's that was the craziest thing today. Chivalry's dead because I took money from my girlfriend to move her couch. In anything, I think that's progress in society. If I'm going to be completely honest with you. I think we're heading in the right direction there, you know, to exchange for goods and services, you know, that's a service. I think she, she appreciates that I came all the way out there, you know, I mean, it was, I was after, I work a manual labor job and I, I drove all the way out there. Me and my roommate both worked this manual labor job, spent eight hours busting her ass doing that. And we drove all the way out there and moved the couch, didn't complain, just moved it, got, got the extra 20 and went on our merry way. You know, it's a good time. Everybody wins. She gets her nice big couch. It's gigantic. It can fit her and her dog on it and me. It's gigantic. It's great, you know, and she gets, and it didn't sit in her garage all night, you know. So I think we're doing all right. Everybody's doing well. So there you go. I don't know. You guys let me know. Is that is that a bad move on my part? Comment. Let me know. Like, did I make a mistake by taking money from her to move the couch? Maybe I did. I don't know. Now, I guess anytime she helps me with something, I'm gonna have to. Ex I'm gonna have to give it to her. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to start cooking more, or I'm gonna have to start bringing her money for when I use her laundry machine. <laughs> She's gonna have a laundry mat, and I'm gonna be her only customer <laughs> using her machine and stuff like that. Goddamn, you know. I don't know. Uh, I think I might be on the wrong side of this argument, guys. I'm, I don't normally feel that way, but I'm definitely on the wrong side this time. It is what it is. You guys let me know, though. I don't fucking know. Let me know in the comments, you know. All right. But I guess we should just get into what I found this week online, right? And, uh, I, you know, I think maybe the thing we can all maybe agree on is the reason I did that is because I'm overworked. You know, if anything, I'm working too hard, guys. That's why this podcast is late. That's why I took money from my girlfriend in order to move a couch. You know, I'm just, I think I'm overworking myself. Um, and we're going to find out right now because I found a thing that says six red flags. Your body is breaking down from overwork. And that's probably what it is. Dude, my mind, my noodles just going, I made a bad decision. And maybe we can counteract it and figure out some good things, you know. So for the first time, Mary noticed her, uh, the headache. At 9 a.m. on a bright Tuesday morning, uh, she had a lengthy report to get through. Uh, she chugged a few cups of coffee and got to work. The headache persisted, and her shoulders began to tense. And by 2 p.m. rolled around, uh, she was hunched over her desk uh, with a throbbing 
uh, head in her hands. Mary is a friend of mine for weeks she shared to me how she had an unusual i don't know what's going on in this video over here but these people all have like pink okay well that person had baloney on their face i don't know what's oscar meyer has a face mask do not eat face baloney go why are people dumb okay i know what we were trying to learn about ourselves and how to take care of ourselves now but how this is not how you take care of yourself oscar meyer you don't get to make a baloney mask okay and even if it's is a it probably doesn't do anything it's just weird and a weird marketing thing i don't know um that's a weird superhero that's like a discount <laughs> discount deli man. <laughs> uh, anyway, sorry, I got real distracted there. That's ADHD probably. Who knows? I've been told I've had that lately. People are coming at me, dude. I don't know what's going on. Anyway, uh, uh, where were we? She shared that she had uh, unusually impatient with her coworkers, snapping at them occasionally, and to keep the uh, keep getting these random headaches throughout the day. Uh, sounds like your body is trying to tell you something. I gently mentioned over lunch. The truth is, Mary had learned to override her physical discomforts in the name of productivity. God damn, I know that feeling all too well. Um, she has worked sixty hours a week with a consistent deadline looming over her. Uh, enormously believing that she needed to needed was to learn how to better manage her time uh many of us are guilty of this particularly now but i believe the minding your calendar isn't the only way to keep on top of your busy schedule uh let's see here how uh overwork leads to breaking down your your body and mind. There are two major ways uh, that you can overwork and reduce the longevity, writes the BBC contributor Christina Rowe. One is a biological troll, or toll, <laughs> a troll. It's a biological troll. It comes out from under the bridge and eats at your biological being. And eventually you just become non-binary. <laughs> the troll takes away your binaryism. <laughs> The biological troll of the chronic stress with the uptick in stress hormones leads to elevated blood pressure and cholesterol. <laughs> this troll is no joke to your biological feats. It eats at your health. <laughs> okay, toll. I'll stop with the fucking Scottish accent. Uh, she continues, then there are, t are the changes in behavior. Those logging log hours, uh, maybe sleeping little, barely exercising, eating unhealthy, smoking, and drinking to cope. There's the key right there, smoking and drinking a cope. Oh, that, damn, it's such an easy one to fall into. Uh, so severe, the effort of overwork on our health is alarming. A new study in the World Health Organization and the uh, International Labor Organization found that people who work more than 54 hours per week are were putting themselves into grave risk, with three-quarters of a million people dying from coronary heart disease and stroke jesus row the notes that death by overwork doesn't happen overnight it slowly accumulates over years ultimately the problem of overwork and the ill health it bring uh, breeds um 
that troll breeds within you. <laughs> the biological troll breeds within you and <laughs> takes your health. It starts to steal everything, eating all of our insides. Uh, we'll continue if you don't make changes to our working lives. Okay, signs and warnings your body is burning out. I don't want to fucking read all that. According to oh, let's go down here. According to experts, rather than looking at individual symptoms, uh, we should take a holistic inventory of our overall well-being god damn it i don't want to get into holistic stuff okay that's hippie magic we're not gonna get it i don't like fucking hippie magic dude i'm gonna continue this article but now that they brought in holistic stuff i don't know if i like what's gonna happen here all right let's see here uh here are some of the biggest red flags of unhealthy work-life balance okay you stop taking care of yourself now Define taking care of yourself. <laughs> I know plenty of people who only like fucking shower once a week, which is weird. But they they, they don't. You would never know unless they told you. Uh, they they brush their teeth. I guess if you're not brushing your teeth, which man, do you not have anybody in your life that loves you? That's like what cor the original quarantine probably did to a lot of people. You just stop taking care of yourself, not brushing your teeth. You know how many fucking dentists, like, rolled out of the quarantine, just like, here comes the money, 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 because people just had cavities because they just gave the fuck up. Like, they weren't going on dates and shit like that. You only had to, like, make yourself spruce up enough to for a Zoom meeting. And even then, you could act like, oh, my camera's broke. I'm sorry. I can't have it on. And meanwhile, you just have fucking halitosis, dude. Just the worst breath in the world. Yeah, I bet Dennis cleaned the fuck up during, after quarantine. People coming like, oh, you got to help me die. My teeth are rotting, which leads to horrible uh, health uh, heart problems like take care of your teeth people like if there's one thing i i can ever hopefully get across in this podcast i will ultimately always want to be funny but here's just a tip just fucking brush your teeth man like it, it takes care of, my grandpa had to have all his teeth taken out of his head just to get a heart transplant because his teeth had some problems that's how bad it can get okay just take care of your teeth and you want to deal with that okay your sleep is out of whack yo yeah, uh, sleep. That's how ultimately I know something's fucking with me mentally is if my sleep patterns really start getting jacked up. Which, by the way, uh, fun side story. I've been trying to get better at sleep. I'm always trying to get better at sleep. I think that's the only place in life I can really improve on that means the most to me is sleeping better. But uh, I've been taking melatonin gummies, by the way. I, I've had people tell me they don't do shit. Uh, I, I disagree hard, uh, wholeheartedly because uh, they're great. I have some 5-milligram ones, and I was hanging out with my girlfriend staying at her night, house one night. She's like, do you want some melatonin gummies? I have some. I'm like, yeah, give me four. And she's like, four? I'm like, yeah. Like, that's what uh, like that's what I normally take at home. She's like, what milligrams are there? I was like, I don't I didn't know at the time. I was like, I don't know. And she's like, okay, well, here you go. And the, she didn't tell me that hers were 10 milligrams. So I took, like, twice the amount I normally take <laughs> and I was out though man was that a great night's sleep I'm probably fucking up my brain chemistry by you know the fucking with the the, the chemical that helps you go to sleep but hey man I'm sleeping like a baby a couple nights a week and it rules uh you skip meals or not eating enough I've never done that in my life I've never actually felt the need to skip a meal if anything I eat too much if I'm gonna be real honest I'm kind of a fatty guys it's what it is. Uh, you're not getting enough exercise or bat, 
uh, to balance out your stress. That's always an interesting one because what is the balance right there? Because I know people who exercise exponentially too much probably um, because they're stressed. Like they, they go to the gym because that is their stress relief and they're exercising too much, therefore like putting their body through hell even more. So there is like a that, – that's the balance there. That's the other ugly side of that balance. Like you just start overcompensating. Start using the gym as your therapy bubble. And that's where things get a little hectic, you know. Uh, you're turning uh, substances like drugs and alcohol when you feel overwhelmed. That's a classic. Oh, getting the old classic hitting the bottle, getting into the sauce in order to deal with your problems. That's an easy one to fall into. Sometimes, uh, you know, I, I remember, you know, there was early times. After college, that was definitely a thing I did. Just pissed off at the new job I got. When I worked at, as an uh, event planner, the amount of times I'd go home after a fucking doing an event, pissed off I had to deal with the staff I had and just fucking so irate. The amount of times I just I would just I always had like a 30 rack of high life because I still lived like I was in college. You just always had the worst beer in your fridge. By the way, I still love high life though. It's not the worst beer, but a lot of people consider it one of the worst beers. But I'd have a 30 rack in the and I just pound 10 beers and just get drunk in my living room by myself like that's an unhealthy behavior and that's one reason why I quit that job and it was weird how like I stopped doing that that often when I stopped working there crazy uh, you're neglecting important relationships and missing out on critical social time yeah that's definitely a thing uh, you should listen to your body as long as uh, I've been a long advocate of a work-life balance. For example, I don't believe in answering emails on the weekend or late into the night. For me, taking time off is absolutely to do absolutely nothing is a vital as the hours we work on the clock. I can't agree with that more. Like uh, it was, I mean, I know I'm putting this podcast out late and stuff like that, but like this is like another thing. I love doing this, um, but it's uh, sometimes time-consuming, obviously. And I this weekend, I completely pushed it all off because I wanted to just have the time to do this fun stuff I was doing. And you have to do that sometimes. Sometimes you just, like, you, you sacrifice. And now I'm pressing to get this out, but you sacrifice that for the good time, for the fun, you know? And doing nothing. You It's crazy as you get older how you have to schedule to do nothing. Like, I remember, like, you, growing up, like, the amount of times I just sat in, like, a basement and I thought I was bored... Or, but then I would like realize how peaceful it was that I was just doing nothing. I had nothing on the schedule. Um, I feel, I mean, even as a kid, you 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 have that jam packed uh, schedule. Really, you like you're regimented right away. I mean, you start school six years old, so you're already just being pushed into you have these time things, and then you get into sports right away um, at a pretty early age, or most people do. And you just, like, this da idea of downtime almost frightens you. At least sometimes it does to me. Like, when I'm sitting around doing nothing or just have free time to do something I like, like playing video games or whatever, I almost feel guilty. Like, I'm like, why do I have this amount of free time? Like, there must be something I'm not doing, which is the wrong feeling to have. You should be able to just have nothing to do and just chill out. But uh, sometimes uh, you get tricked into that. Uh, my point is, as we all need downtime and listen to our bodies when we are running on all cylinders, your adrenaline will keep you pushing ahead despite unhealthy physical symptoms of coping uh, or cropping up. Yeah, it is a pretty dangerous thing.
I always find that to be an interesting part, though, is like overworking yourself. It's a it's a very brutal, slippery slope. So uh, just give yourself some time, man. That's all it is. You give yourself a fucking little bit of room to breathe here and there, you know. Well, uh, if you guys want to read more about that, the the articles are always linked in the description below. Um, I guess let's end on a fun one here. There's not much to read here, but I found these fo- photos that I was just like, polar bears move into abandoned Arctic winter station photo essay. Look at that. Look at these bears. Now, I think whoever tried to t- whoever took these photos, I hope these are zoomed in because if you're getting that close to wild polar bears in what is now considered their den probably, uh they'll fuck you up. <laughs> They're not super friendly to people, okay? Look how big that fucking sucker's head is, and that thing is glaring. That thing wants to eat. It wants to polar bears don't want to be fed they want to hunt okay <laughs> that is a crazy thing also uh i hope these bears actually tell the weather like i hope they're messing with old weather station equipment and they're just trying to figure out the way but what if polar bears are up there gonna solve the global warming crisis they're the ones who are having their habitats destroyed because of global warming i think they have the most incentive to make it happen you know, to make sure we stop it. And they're going to use these weather equipment in these houses to figure out what's going on. See, he's coming out. He's like, hmm, it's a little warmer today. We're going to have to do some more research. And these guys are trying to make sure you stay out. They're, they're getting important research done, okay? Look at this guy. He's sad. The world's melting. And, like, and he's at this weather station trying to find the answers why, you know? He's looking through old file cabinets. Trying to figure it out, put the data together, why why ice caps are melting. You know, he's he's going to figure it out. This is when the polar bears will take over. But also, uh, I don't, I haven't read any of this. It's probably a very sad article. That's a good-looking picture right there. Look at that. That's just a good boy right there. That's just a good boy or girl right there. I don't know if it's a boy or girl. But that's just a good old bear right there, just chilling. Yeah, fun stuff. You can read about what that is. I'm sure it's not uh, a fun or heartfelt article i'm sure it has to do with a lot of uh overflow or uh polar bear uh, polar ice cap melting i'm sure it's very very biblical and very alarming but hey the photos are kind of cool and uh it, it now makes you think why the, the goldilocks and the three bears might have been real you know you know i get where that story comes from bears took over a cabin and there was a small girl in there and they just ate her you know that's what really happened it's not all porridge and Sleeping in a bed and taking a nap, you know. But it is what it is. Guys, thanks for listening. Not worth the time. If you like this episode, you should go check out more stuff at punninggame.com. That's right. Punninggame.com is where you can find content for all our different shows. Uh, you got this show, Who Gives a F, The Empty Parlor, The Backlogs of Things About Stuff. Uh, oh, man. There's a bunch of other ones. I just blanked on them. But, uh, yeah. You can check out all the backlogs of all those content, and then the, every new hey, we got new stuff coming at you every week. So check out all that fun stuff. If you want to watch the podcast, go over to YouTube, search Comic Wade Taylor, uh, and subscribe, like, you know, all that good stuff that they tell you to do. Um, you've got heard it all a thousand times. Do it, do whatever you want, you know. But uh, definitely subscribe to this podcast on any of your platforms that you listen to, and check me out on social media, Wade Taylor underscore WGAF. Follow me there, putting out fun stuff every week. 
Uh, and then don't forget to head over to the Punning Game shop where you're at punninggame.com. Get yourself a hoodie, T-shirt, whatever you want to help support the shows you love here on punninggame.com. And don't forget to use promo code NWTPOD. That's NWTPOD. That gives you free shipping at checkout. So don't forget to use that. Uh, no shows coming up yet, guys, but I'll let you know as soon as I got something going on. But other than that, guys, this has been Not Worth the Time. Thanks for listening. And remember, don't do anything I wouldn't do. 